Hey man, as the room fill up, I really appreciate you guys for uh, being in the mix. It's always a pleasure, always a plus talking Cowboys. You guys know I love the Cowboys, but this is the thing. I want to bring this home. I want to bring this on to everybody that's out there. Uh, we do know that training camp is, is underway, right? So we have our all-stars. We have our favorites out there. And we just really say to ourselves, man, this team is horrible. This guy can't throw a touchdown or this guy's the best thing since sliced bread. Here's the thing that I want everybody to understand, that it takes time, chemistry. It takes all those things you add into one, and then you will have what you call the Dallas Cowboys. But don't be fooled by the vanilla everything through the preseason through everything right now is all vanilla there's no major thing that you can sit back and rest on and say to yourself that this is the dallas cowboys no 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 don't get fooled with the sauce i'm here to bring you guys back to reality of the things remember this team right here the Detroit Lions, they won every preseason game. And then when the regular season came about, they was 0-16. The Patriots, and I don't know what year this was, but it was the year they went 0-16. Go back and go watch the preseason games. Everybody was saying, oh, they got Megatron. They got a running back finally. They got a new coach. Everything looking like it's going to be pretty well. And guess what? They went 0-16. And that very same year, Mark my words. <laughs> it's just how life is. That very same year, the Patriots lost every preseason game and they hosted Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. So, or they probably won only one or something like that. So, this is the thing. Guys, do not get fooled by the vanilla. When you see Dak Prescott throwing an interception, it does not mean the end of the world. I sat there and watched the, the, the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees, one of the biggest, one of the baddest, the coldest brother out there just like a surgeon out there. Can circumcise a gnat. That's how accurate he is. And guess what? He passed three interceptions. During practice, and I want to say this, during practice, especially, especially during the preseason and the offseason, you want to try things that you really wouldn't try during the real game, right? You want to see if you can squeeze that ball in. And then also, too, as well, you want to see how your formation is going. This year alone, this is, they're going to be trying the new format. They're going to be doing more 20 personnel, more of a, a 10 personnel look out of the ace. They're going to try to include and involve Ezekiel Elliott into this thing. So this year alone is going to be different from last year. I do know a lot of people just standing out there and commenting on Law Nation's uh, inbox and chat box saying, wait a minute, hold on now. Dak Prescott can't hit water if he fell off a boat. We need to insert Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. We're seeing it from our eyes and this sort of thing. Guess what? Cooper Rush went against the number twos. I would love to see what Cooper Rush could do against the number ones. This thing is, takes a process, guys. It is a process. Shout out to SmithFan22 for making a donation to help grow this nation. Uh, he said, Law, much respect to you. And Tavon and Lenore is looking strong. But who do you think is the uh, odd man out as wide receiver? Do you see them carrying six wide receivers? Um, We're going to do, a, 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 I guess, a... A, um, a roster show, me, Botchlam, Barty, hopefully uh, Koye and some more uh, others that's going to be out there. Big Game James. Shout out to Big Game James, Silver and Blue Nation, Phantom, EBSN Online. And uh, also as well, the Dallas Prospect. Every legend was once a prospect, guys. Shout out to them. Uh, I'm on their networks right now. We live like 95. But this is the thing. 
the odd man out is the guy that cannot get out there on the field. It may be a Noah Brown. You know, Noah Brown need to get his butt out there. We we understand that. These guys need to play. P L A Y. That's how you get. That's how you win in this game. I'm gonna give a shout out to the first person that's in the chat box, man. Shout out and salute to uh right almighty bones no dak ninja and also the original well uh, wale i think that's how you say your name and i kill you was in first fourth place so you got to step it up man you, you, ain't, you ain't hitting the notifications wide fast enough but shout out and salute to you man hey don't get fooled about the vanilla sometimes there this vanilla we need some flavoring out there we can pour a little syrup we can put a little chocolate syrup on there too as well but this thing is still vanilla we cannot get fooled with the thing because now everybody's pumping up everybody that's on this uh on the like the, the bottom of this depth chart but these are the things that i want people to understand and i'm gonna go over to my facebook panel shout out to my guy jamal anderson yes carrie tego and rodriguez and vincent what's going on mississippi live strong yes well yes yes this is mississippi all day even twice on sunday baby yes um shout out to everybody that's from mississippi <laughs> don't forget guys put down where you are from hulk rage cowboys <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. What's good, man? Help smash that like button and share this content. We will be live, or I will be live. My guy, Koye, be live at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. We will talk a little bit about this uh, offseason moves. Who's the, guy, who's the guy that's standing out? You know, I, I do like the DA. I'll call him DA. Can you guys guess who DA is? Can you guys guess who DA is? <laughs> that's Dorrance Armstrong Jr., this guy. I'm thinking that he's pushing Coney Ely out to the side. And it may be one of those things. You want your younger guys to shine, of course. But let's get back to what I'm talking about, vanilla. The vanilla aspect of this team or this roster or whoever we play come Thursday, I think it's the 49ers. I call them the 40 Winers, right? When we play them, what we want to look for more so than anything is the uh, formation, the setup. We can't see a lot of things, but we can look at the alignment. I saw when the original um, silver, well, not silver and blue, uh, what do they call it? The blue and white game. The formation that they lined up in originally. They had Tavon Austin to the outside. They, they kicked uh, number 17, Allen Hearns, into the inside, you know, during practice before because I know he was injured, what have you, wasn't able to practice. But the lineups were this, this was the same the day before the, the, or the, of a couple of days before this. Tavon Austin on the outside, Allen Hearns on the inside, and then they flex. And I'm talking about they flex the other receiver on the out on, on the outer edges. That may be our roster lineup. Young Wilson, shout out to you, man. Law, thank you for all that you do, bro. Aloha from Hawaii. What's up, man? We got people from all around the world is joining in. Just what I'm talking about. David Ray, I can't wait. Yeah. And um, the first preseason game, we'll still see some hitting. Um, I, I, the guy that's shining so far right now are the, uh, the, the, the uh, what's this guy name? Woods, number 64. He played with the Tennessee Titans last year, right? Or the year previous before that. He was playing a two-gap system. I think Rob Marinelli, he's a genius. He's a whiz as it relates to the front four. He got this guy playing inside, you know, and, and he's, drawing, he's showing his improvement. He's showing that he can fly up and get to the quarterback just off of the one-gap system. Two-gap system, I guess he was doing too much. He was thinking too much. The same way with Jahad Ward, you know. We can look at the alignment and see what they're doing. 
I like what D-Law is doing too as well. D-Law is looking like he's from another galaxy. I think that the Cowboys at the end of the year, we're going to have some pressing concerns about do you pay this guy or do you just sit back because this front four is looking medieval a little bit, you know. And then on top of that, the way, the assignment, how Chris Richard Guys saw the video that I did a breakdown the other day of Chris Richard, the way he's barking, the way he's uh, having the, the tenacity, the fire. <laughs> Might as well throw brimstone into this thing too as well. He's bringing the thunder. Chris Richard is not letting no one make it. He said, he said earlier, he was talking about the, uh, the, the, the off play or the, uh, the play of Anthony Brown. We saw, we saw a couple of clips Last week that Anthony Brown, uh, Antonio Brown, how you want to say this man's name? Anthony Brown, Antonio Brown. I, I'm not going to call him A.B. Because, you know, I get a lot of hate mail when I call him A.B. But he might earn that name this year, right? Anthony Brown is actually outperforming in certain, in certain spectrums, right? <laughs> My guy, Jordan Lewis. And Jordan Lewis, and he's saying that, hey, None of this stuff is etched in stone. Everything is pretty much like a dry eraser. If you want to get out there and start, you have to earn your keep. And every day is an opportunity for you to earn your keep. And I L-O-V-E that. I love this because that type of fire, that type of tenacity, fire, brimstone, iron sharpened iron, steel sharpened steel. Now we got everybody out there saying, I want to make this team, coach. Put me in. I can make the play. Put me in, coach. Put me in. And that type of fire is contagious. And I saw when, believe it or not, when I saw number 45 catch the ball or caught the ball, however you want to say it, on his brother, the same tenacity, the same temperament that Coach Rashad had for his defensive guy. He ran over to his offensive guy and gave him dap, gave him love, and said, hey, good job. Let's get back there and let's do it again. And then he's barking. Who else going to be able to stop my guys? You know, who's going to be able to catch on my guys? This team is, is crazy, man. It's crazy. But still, guys, I do know. I do know that everybody have their doubts and reservations. And I do know this still. Don't get fooled on the vanilla. But there are things that we can see far as the assignment and the lineups and the way they place guys out there on the field is totally different from 2017, 16, 15, 14. It's different. It's, it's, it's majorly different. And one can argue if we had some type of pass rush in 2014, maybe Aaron Rodgers with that one leg wouldn't be running around at the end of the game, passing the ball and dissecting our defense. Now we got guys that – that each one teach one, holding everybody accountable, the, the dependability aspect of it. This team is looking different, guys. It is. Uh, Reggie Perry, man, shout out to you. I'm interested in seeing the play calling. Yes, me too. That's what I'm looking for. I know it's going to be vanilla, but we want to see how they're going to call the plays. We're going to see who's going to line up, whether it's going to be Rico Gathers, Rico Suave, the Zeus, as some, pe some people like to call him. We want to see whether or not he's going to be able to catch the ball because he's a red zone target regardless the guy can ball right he can play basketball post up get to the small areas of, of the field and catch the ball let it be a jump ball put the man out there for crying out loud even if he's just going to be a red zone threat 
be creative in that aspect. Something is about six foot eight is hard to guard, right? <laughs> and the Jameis Olawale, um, the guy, number 49. If you don't know his number, look it up. Number 49 on his team. He's sneaky. He's fast. He's elusive. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And I think uh, my guy Ari Temkins was talking about on 105.3, the fan. Um, 104. Yeah, 105.3 defense. He was talking about this right here. This right here, the utilization of Ezekiel Elliott being underused as catching the ball out of the backfield. This is what we need to work on, guys. This team needs to figure out a way to get the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. If we look at the numbers across the league, if we look at the numbers across the board, all together collectively, we rally pass the ball to the guys that's in the backfield. Pass the ball to Ezekiel Elliott, it will hush all of the naysayers about can this team pass the ball down the field because it's going to create that one thing that teams like to do to stop the running back. And Ezekiel Elliott gets under your skin. He gets you in a trance. You know, he gets you in a way where you said to yourself, I want to stop this guy from doing the doggone eating thing all day. You know what I mean? I want to stop this guy. I, how can I stop this guy? And it's something about that. You know, we saw the, uh, I guess it was the dress rehearsal. I think it was dress rehearsal in 2016. It was, I guess it was dress rehearsal against the Seattle Seahawks. Whereas uh, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, KJ Wright or CJ Wright. I forgot his man's name. CJ or KJ, one of the Wrights, the linebacker. They wanted to hush Dak Prescott. They wanted to level the boom on Ezekiel Elliott. And when you're trying to do something and it throws you off of your game, it means everything. Yes. All right. So uh, I'm going to do a quick shout out to everybody that's in the chat box. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, let Rico go. He's not as consistent as Schultz. This is from John Sparks. Hey, he, I don't know if you're out there. I'm not out there in Oxnard. For those who are out there in Oxnard, let me know. Because I'm always willing to listen. You know, I'm not the guy that's always saying that I know everything. So, hey, if you guys agree with John Sparks, let me know down below. All right. You can't stop Zeke the Freak. This is from Warpath, one of the coldest names on YouTube, I must say. <laughs> What's up? This is from uh, Seamus Bell. Let me throw some highlights on the background. You know, uh, shout out to my guy, Shango, live. You know, you guys know who Shango is. Uh, shout out to him. Um, for uh, providing these clips that's behind me. Uh, it's, it's everything. You guys see his uh, photo right there. Go follow his page. Subscribe to his page. One of the coldest YouTubers in the world. And also Facebooker. You know, just go follow his page. Uh, also, what we have here, we have Jonathan Cook. <laughs> that's in the chat box. What's good, Law? What do you think about Dak? This is the thing, what I think about Dak. I told everybody the gloves come off, right? Got to take the gloves off. It's his third year. Um... We we must see some type of improvement. I said during the offseason, he must work on his foot mechanics, right? Step up through the pocket. He must be able to go through his reads, his progressions faster, and hit the guy that's open and not always look on one side of the field. Don't pigeonhole yourself to one side of the field. I say that all the time, especially with younger quarterbacks. But what's what's quarterback's best friend? The quarterback best friend will always be and always is the tight end and also the running back. Those two things right there. Think about this collectively. Just think about this. Tony Romo, best season, best number ever. It was when what? 
<laughs> I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna let you guys. I'm gonna let you guys put that question, put the answer down in the uh, in the chat box. His best season was when Demarco Murray was toting the rock, and I figured something out when I was watching the 2013 year. In some parts of the 12, they was figuring it out itself because we had a coach that was in learning, <laughs> and the coach was pretty much in learning. And one can argue the fact that Jason Garrett is still learning to this day. <laughs> but this is the thing. Now that you have this guy, his best season ever, we all know Jason Witten was Jason Witten. But his best season ever was when he had the running back, running the ball, toting the rock. Now, if Doc, DeMarco Murray could stop playing basketball with the football and fumbling the ball, maybe the record could have could have been even better, you know. Um, and then he also injured his hand. DeMarco Murray had injury issues, too. You know, that was like 2014 was like one of the years that he finally played throughout every game. But I think he only missed like one or two, something like that due to his hand was broken. So DeMarco Murray at that time had injury issues and injury always been the ugly troll that's been on the Cowboys for a long time. One can argue with Sean Lee. One can argue with Dak Prescott, well, not Dak Prescott, Dez Bryant. One can argue it too as well with uh, Tony Romo. These injuries just come around and it just hit us at the wrong time. But moving backwards, moving backwards to uh, Denver Broncos, the year they won the Super Bowl, they had a guy named TD. You know what I mean? That guy was able to elevate everything. So what I'm saying is collectively, and then you can look back at the uh, LA Rams, golf, he had Todd Gurley. And I have to say this with the filthy. They had a plethora of running backs out there. AJ Ajahe was like one of the superb offseason moves. And then you had sprinkling the other guy, Clements, I think that's his name, and the uh, the big boy. Running backs can help your quarterback out tremendously, especially those who know how to block, those who can get the dirty yards. We always talk about the dirty yards. So when you can get third and two, it's everything. Third and two is manageable. Third and 10, like last year, 2017, was horrible. Third and long, Dak Prescott, it's a different type of playbook. I think Scott Lenahan just didn't know what to call at those <laughs> during those times. But this is what I'm saying. Now you have Ezekiel Elliott. Now you kind of, you preference it a little bit and you put in the fact that you have um, Rod Smith, who's going to start uh, behind Ezekiel Elliott. And then you throw in Bo Scarborough or Scarborough, however you want to call the man last night. You have your backup of your backups willing and ready to get out there and show up and show out. And this helps out everything, guys. The running back by committee, uh, but still, you still feed Zeke, but I'm talking about as far as the backups by committee. I like that aspect of it. And then you sprinkle in what the heck Rico Gathers can do, six foot seven, six foot eight, however tall he is in the red zone. And then you have your Schultz, the guy that you're going to develop, who is one hell of a blocker out there. I think that he's not going to get ready. He's not going to be really ready, the NFL ready to like week four, week five. If not, then you have your Swames. You roll out your uh, your Blake or Jake, whatever the man name is. You roll out those guys. Carson Gimp, Virginia Finders. Man, what's going on, man? <laughs> oh, man, I don't wish nothing bad on Carson, but, hey, it is what it is. Law, do we have a personnel to run the shoot, the shoot rams? I don't know, Reggie Perry. The personnel is this. Run, run, pass, run, run, pass, play action, 
bum that thing, you know, and then go back to the old philosophy, run, run, pass. Think about this. In the 90s, I know it's kind of dated here. When you're talking about the 90s Cowboys, what was so spectacular about Jimmy Johnson's offense? I was sitting, wait, let me know. What was so spectacular? And one can argue quarterback play, of course, by the Indian, by the Colts when um, Peyton Manning played for the Colts because you had, you know, Peyton Manning, for crying out loud. Not calling Dak Prescott Peyton Manning. But what helped Peyton Manning for all those years, they had a guy named Edron James, right? Think about this. Look what look what Edron James was able to do for Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was throwing a lot of interceptions, guys. But Peyton Manning alleviated most of those things. It took Peyton Manning over five years to get un, to get the full understanding of what football is all about. <laughs> to minimizing those uh, turnovers. And once he minimized that and he started utilizing his running backs more, he did. And then he started utilizing Reggie Wayne and he started utilizing Marvin Harrison. Those things helped. Those two receivers on the outside. And then did, did I mention Dallas Clark? Come on now. That offensive line was, was stout too. So if we can pull a page off of those uh, coats, not saying that we want to get only one Super Bowl because I'm greedy, but I think everybody in the chat box would accept that right now. Uh, I think that we have a better running back than Arjun James. And uh, as far as our wide receiver play, one can argue that we don't have a Marvin Harrison. We don't have a Reggie Wayne. But I think that Tavon Austin can take the top off the defense. And I think that this Michael Gallup kid, although <laughs> this blue and white game, we didn't see a lot of uh, my guy, my pet cat. But in time, in time, you guys will see what I'm talking about. This is from Robert, I think, Estates. Uh, he said Emmitt Smith was trash. Those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still, right? Uh, Emmitt Smith did, did everything uh, that it needs to be done out there. He's playing for the National Football League, got tons of trophies out there that he doesn't need validation from some guy on YouTube. You know, at the end of the day, Emmett Smith is still a man and um, class personified and always been a leader of man, too, as well. That's the thing that people fail to realize, too. Just because just because you may see somebody in, in, in camp throws a good ball um, out there doing their thing and, and everybody's kind of sitting there at the edge of their seat. The intangibles. How can you lead the people out there? Being a leader of man is something special. I think that that one element and, and turning it on when the game is on is everything too as well. Shout out to Beer Game. Yes, Beer Game all day, even twice on Sunday. You guys know how it goes. But um, this is from Jag. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, right. Emmett Smith is far from trash. Yes, Reggie Perry for wide receivers set. Four wide receivers. I think you meant F O U R. <laughs> Um, four wide receivers set. I, I think that they can run around and utilize that. Hell, they can go five wide now. You don't have Jason Witten out there. But we'll see how this thing can go, and we'll see how this thing can can operate all together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me go to my Facebook panel. Shout out to everybody that's there. We're gonna give a rundown. Dwight, man, I see you. Rodriguez, Terry, Carrie, what's going on too as well? Thank everybody. David, Ray, hey, 
it is what it is. We live like 95, guys. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to the show. Uh, shout out to Phantom, EBSN Online. Also, the Silver and Blue Nation, my guy, Big Game James. Uh, did I talk about the Dallas prospect? Every legend was once a prospect. Shout out to them. Go follow their page. Go follow the outlooks, the, the outlets. And uh, also, my guy, Vach Lombardi, always in this thing, holding it down for everybody, for the doski Woskis and the peace Weeskis. You guys know how you, you say that. Uh, but that's all the time I have for today. Don't forget, I'm going to be live again at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Around that time, me and my guy, Koye, we're going to be, be chopping it up, talking about cowboys, talking about prospects, talking about a whole the whole nine, a whole slew of stuff about um, uh, the cowboys' information. Just don't forget to... Uh, Post me your comments, your thoughts, too, so that we can share that out to the world. Don't forget to hit up the Law Nations podcast. That's L-A-W Nations. Check that out. If you're on the road, if you're traveling, if you're working out in the gym, pumping pumping them weights, and you want to hear some cowboy stuff, check out the Law Nation podcast. Put the earbuds in and put the Beats by Dre in and listen to what we got to say about the cowboys all day. That's all the time I have for today. I really thank you guys for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. I'm out. Let's jam on out, baby. Let's get this thing going. I'm going to find this thing. Where's this link at? Here we go. Is it right here? We're going to get this thing going. Here we go. Let's get this thing going for you guys, man. Hey. Guys, it's vanilla right now. Hell, it's vanilla. What flavor of ice cream you like? Cookies and cream. Check out my guy Shango, man. Peace.